TBA. The water. The Black Academy. The Black Academy? Wait, an academy teaches lessons, doesn't it? Sure, we're academic enough. Uh huh. <laughs> Hi, Hi, I'm Mia, and I'm Ru, and you are listening to the Black, the Black, the Black Academy. Join us on our quest for knowledge and intellect. In case you're wondering, we met in high school. We've been stuck together ever since, and this is our Blackcast. <laughs> oh my God, how could you say I'm black? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Black Academy. Black Hi, Stu. Academy. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. Hi, Stu. How are you? How are you doing, Stu? You sound too cheerful today, huh? Do I? Really? Yeah, you do. You literally sang us the title. Oh. The Black Academy. You did something oh, like that. Okay. Okay. Well, well, you know, it comes and it goes. <laughs> okay. How is everybody else doing? Are you guys having a good day? Yeah. Are you guys enjoying your week? We've we have started with July finally, and we've also passed through Stu's birthday, which was on the first. Oh yeah, so happy actually, birthday, um, Stu! Thanks, Stu. I've been saying Happy New Year to people like since the first of <laughs> July, cause I don't know about you guys,、oh. but. I have restarted my 2020, so happy New Year! Wow, what does that mean? It means I'm discarding the first half of 2020. I'm only taking these、hmm. six. As if that's gonna change the reality. Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, something like that. It's like oh, it's it's not too <laughs> late to have these last six months make up for the first six months. You're basically revolutionizing yourself. Yeah, I am having a <laughs> six month year. Okay, I I guess that counts too.、Mm-hmm. I mean, life is whatever you make out of it, right? Exactly. <laughs> so we decided to have a little bit of a different concept today. So far, we've laughed together. We've shared our memories. We've talked about our stories. We've basically introduced ourselves to you in a certain way. We've gotten to know each other. We hope. We wanted to do something that, you know, gave you a a deeper. And less superficial view into you know the workings of our minds while involving you as well because we feel this particular episode is probably gonna resonate with you as much as it did with us. Oof, goosebumps, goosebumps. Okay, well I'm <laughs> feeling it, but I feel like something's missing still. I mean, we can't do this from the comfort of our bedroom. No, we can't. We need like we need more、lead. substance. We need something. Yeah. What do you What do you think is missing here? I think we need a different background, Stu. Hmm. We need somewhere green, preferably with a lake. You mean like this? Ooh. Okay, guys. Here we are. What are we doing in this beautiful weather? What are we doing here, Stu? We are here to share some meaningful. Quotes, right? We have books that we've read and songs that we've listened to, and there is always like particular quotes that stick out and make you feel seen and make you feel heard, and just they feel so meaningful. And so we thought it'd be right to share that today. I have some really good ones. Oof. The thing is, Stu is a book person. Oh I yeah. Think, and I'm more of a music person. Hundred percent. It took me quite the effort to be able to、um, come up with quotes from books, but I've done research as、well、much done, as I、Stu. could, and we thought 
why not include our own yes. codes as well? Since we are habitants and travelers <laughs> of the world as well, and we've had our enough share That's of experiences. True. I mean, we don't have any published books or we don't have any um, famous songs or anything, but we sure do have some wise words. We to, have thoughts. No, to, to, to let you guys know. I think, therefore, I am. I think they're valuable enough to share as well. And I thought Stu would agree with me too, right? A hundred percent, Stu. And, you know, at first it didn't occur to me to put in any of mine. But when you said it, I was like, yeah, I have some pretty dope words. Oh Definitely, right? Let's get into it. Okay. I want you to start with your quote, okay? Your favorite quote of you. Okay. Okay. Whoa, actually, that is really cool. Thank you, Stu, for that spotlight. <laughs> okay, yes. I'm staring down at my own quote. So, Rue once said this. We are not our mistakes. We are what we choose to do after we make a mistake. Oh, you, you said it like I was waiting for a paragraph. <laughs> no, no, it's very simple. Like, <laughs> I've always said this. Like, the mistakes that we make mm-hmm. as human beings, because they're mistakes, right? Remember, mm-hmm. the definition of a mistake is something that you don't yeah. do on purpose or you do unknowingly. So our mistakes don't define us. It's what we choose to do after we make that mistake. The path we choose to take mm-hmm. is what defines us. Right. That's very powerful, Stu. I think that also could motivate people to move forward Mm -hmm. with their lives, regardless of how many mistakes they have, you know? Okay, that was a good one. Well, I would share my quote, but then I have another quote from a book that goes so well with the quote you said, so instead I'll bring that up. Okay, so this is a book called Anne of Green Gables, written by Montgomery, and it says... Isn't it nice to think that tomorrow is a new day without mistakes in it yet? So I thought that would totally resonate with what you just said. That makes sense. I thought it was very cool. Yeah. Yeah, just imagine everything you did until this day, and then all the coming days as blank pages that That you can can just fill with anything you want. Love it. That was, that was nice. So, Stu, let's hear a quote of yours. I'm curious to see okay. what hmm. Stu has said. This is my favorite quote of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I haven't loved someone, but I have fallen in love. Ooh, Stu. Does that make sense? Tell me. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we limit the world, the word love to people, and it it's such a limitation on love in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, like personally, I don't. I felt it's and bits of a romantic love. I would say, mm-hmm. though nothing too serious to say a relationship or like true feelings towards someone in my life. Mm-hmm. But overall, I remember moments where my heart beat it so fast and like. I could see sparkles in front of my eyes or that like I couldn't hear anything from how excited I felt about something. So many instances like that. Like I feel that way in a mountaintop or I feel that way. There were certain instances where I had been on stage, be it for theater singing. When I went down, I would feel that buzz like within me. So I felt like 
there's no name for this moment except for I'm just in love with a moment. Mm. And so I don't think love is for is a reservation for a person, but it's just something that you can evoke in yourself towards anything in your life if you want to. Oof, dude, <laughs> I guess that's so deep. I guess, oh my god. <laughs> and legit. I guess it also consoles me in the sense that I don't have anybody that I love, <laughs> you know, it just it's a consolation for me <laughs> when you think about it. But yeah, I don't want to like make love just a person that can come into my life and they they can leave too they they're never going to be permanent yeah true in the sense that you can never know the future but i just want to be able to spark that feeling within me without giving somebody else the power to own that for me you know okay okay still. yeah that was it still that, okay go on that was cool okay <laughs> thanks um i have another one and okay This was said by Albus Dumbledore. <laughs> For those of you who don't know him, because he's like a Harry Potter character. He said, Time will not slow down when something dreadful lies ahead. god what i thought yeah. it's the opposite when something no think about it in terms of like time moving oh. just because something horrible is coming time never slows it, it keeps going right like have you have you in person experienced this why I, i'm wondering well, how it just came to feels Jesus. like you know a lot of things happen in life like if we look at the past year and so much mm-hmm. that has happened and so much has changed in like mm-hmm. a, a big scale that people can see like if we're not making it like incredibly personal on a big yeah. scale time has sort of just kept moving and kept bringing stuff with it and it it didn't slow down even when something horrible was True. going to happen it just happened and all the time mm-hmm. like proceeding to that didn't feel any slower or faster if you get what i mean since since we're going with that quote i feel like our quotes complete each other because um like when i i just have to point this out before talking about the song lyrics that i brought i'm gonna connect it to a song lyric that i found basically um we we agreed to do books and lyric like song lyrics Um mm-hmm. and I obviously picked BTS. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. They're a South Korean artist uh boy band and they make awesome meaningful sounds. Uh, sorry, songs. <laughs> What sounds? Well, they that that was interesting to say, sounds. Okay. <laughs> um I actually have like a, quite a few of theirs as well. So okay. They're very deep. <laughs> they're very deep actually. Some like even their most fun songs have very deep meaning. So I thought um the world would miss out if we haven't brought these up. Also like they're my favorite music to listen to. So I'm going to bring something from Suga. His real name is Minyuki. Okay. Um and he said this like he has two mixtapes that he released in a span of years and As much as his mixtapes show his personality change, there's one quote that remained the same in both eras. So that stuck out with me and I felt like it was a life philosophy that he had instead of just an interpretation. Okay. It basically says 
If you think you're gonna crash, step on the pedal harder or accelerate harder. So this is a reckless quote that I adore. <laughs> it's sort of like, it's like when you fear something to happen, um, like just connecting your, your quote, like time won't slow down. But the more that you try to hold it back, the more anxiety or fear it's gonna give to you. So why don't you just let it go and just make it happen? But I feel like he might have had harder, like deeper meanings into it, meaning depression, stuff like that could mm. also be the meaning behind that. But the way I interpreted it would match with what you previously said. Wow, I have like quite a few of BTSs as well. So I'll just okay. pick this one. If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. Today we will survive. Wow, I like that a lot because it doesn't put big milestones. It just puts doable milestones. Yeah, like if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. Just keep moving mm -hmm. and today we will survive yeah you still you know how there are those quotes that are the opposite of this meaning like they're like don't feel crawling is enough in your life run or like don't mm. feel running is enough fly. yeah like reach for the sky yeah no we're like realistic about this i have grown cold of those motivational quotes um somehow mm. i i used to be motivated by them before but recently i just don't feel greedy about achieving things things in life i just want to do my best at the present instead of setting goals or like realist uh, sorry expectations or dreams for myself i just want to do what's best mm -hmm. now and the options already come to you when you do good like good enough the options already come to you so I feel like when I when I see quotes that are like you can do it, never stop chasing or never never give up on that thing that you want or like don't feel like it's enough. I just feel like it's too How do I say Stu? It feels like it's too controlling. It doesn't give room for doubt, change of mind or a change in direction mm. it just limits someone that's what i feel it's like but of course like there might be some people who totally feel motivated by that mindset at some point in their lives yeah i mean i guess in the end it's like to each their own how they want to look at it mm -hmm. you know well like how do you look at rather... it Stu? do you feel like you are more motivated by like momentary satisfaction or by futuristic goals well that's the thing honestly it depends on my mood and it depends on like my trend in life okay usually like i don't like the whole sky is the limit type of quotes mm -hmm. they've maybe it's because they've become very like cliche they're like true, platitudes, true. so they don't feel they don't resonate as much mm -hmm. i find stuff there i think more realistic to resonate more and actually it it's in this uh quote of mine as well okay <laughs> bring it up i have to <laughs> so this this quote i i said it to my sister and it sort of like matches the theme of what i just said which is mm -hmm. slow as your progress might be never ever stagnate 
Never fall complacent and think, I've done enough. Because that is when your progress backpedals and begins to wither until you're back at square zero. Okay, people, learn I'm from done. her. Learn from her vocabulary <laughs> knowledge. Did you say stagnant? My brain just gave leaps when you said that. <laughs> what is going yeah, on, Mia? No, but seriously, the thing is, like, when we stop moving, like, I think we end up going back. Like, I feel like we're. I feel like you can't sort stop. Of, yeah, you always yeah, move we're either walking forward, backward, like against the. What's it called? Like these, like really strong winds. Mm. We're walking through strong winds at every point in our life, and then is with really strong wind. Once you stop moving, it pushes you back. Wow! True. True. So life right? is like a strong th- wind, huh? Yeah. Oh wow! Oh, wow! Look at me, Wait, oh. bro. Look at oh. you. Oh my God! Look at her, people. <laughs> She's glowing. Okay, Stu. Okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay um the next quote i had is so i said this um a year ago and i've changed pretty much since i said that i said Mm -hmm. the more i feel like i'm trying to live as the nice person the less i feel like i'm doing so Mm. yeah so what do you think that means I'm curious. It's not working out for you. <laughs> Stu, shut up, okay? <laughs> what? Like, you feel like by being the nice person, you're going against yourself? Hmm. Because it's at odds with who you feel you are. Hmm. Okay, you're close. You're close, yeah. Um, or you're prioritizing others over yourself. Okay. Is that yeah, it? Yeah, That that's basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, the nice person doesn't exist like you can't be the nice person because that would mean being perfect for everybody being nice to everybody and that just doesn't Mm, work that's impossible you have to be some sort of a person that works for yourself and for other people in the circumstances that you you have to be decent you have to be decent you have to be balanced you need to have some sort Mm -hmm. of regulation instead of just trying to be nice because the world doesn't work like that that's what i came to understand i feel that still i was on the other extreme as you know of like be like super duper nice Mm. and i still believe in like niceness but i'm again in the balanced area where i'm like i'm done putting others over me Mm. yeah and that's not necessarily a bad if, thing. People think it's a bad thing. It's absolutely, not. absolutely not. It's yeah. it's not a bad thing because, you know, there's only so much you can do. Exactly. But, yeah. Yeah. Don't um, flex too hard, humans. Don't flex too hard. Just live a life, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, this is um a book quote. It's okay. by Trevor Noah. Wow, that's so being. cool. Wait, what is the name of the book? Born a Crime. Yes, It's the best okay. book on the planet. Yes, okay. And Go on. Yeah. Trevor, if you're listening to this, you're awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is what he said. He said, Comfort can be dangerous. Comfort provides a floor, but also 
a ceiling. What do you think this means? Wow, that that hit me hard. I'm thinking it's not comfort as in somebody comfort comforting you, but staying in the comfort zone. Mm, yes, do. So okay. staying in the comfort zone can be dangerous in the sense that there is a zone. Like you're gonna exist somewhere, and it's gonna make you feel alive or safe. You have a place to sit. Exactly. Which is the floor. Exactly. But there's also a ceiling, which means there's not much you can do except for sitting. I think it's like you put yourself in a box, both physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hit me, Stu. So next is from a book called "How to Kill a Mockingbird" by Harper Lee. Quote goes. You never really understand a person until you consider things from their point of view, until you climb inside their skin and walk around in it. This is like a wow factor for me because the description. Oh my god! Until you climb inside their skin. And walk Which around. Which is not gonna happen. It. It's not gonna happen, you guys. You know how they say, "Walk in their shoes." No, walking in their shoes is nothing because you are walking in their shoes. Again, you cannot mm-hmm. climb into other people's skin. Which is wow, like remarkable of an expression. I totally fell in love with it. It's true, Stu. It actually it it, it hits. You know, it hits different. Yeah. It, and it also gives you like very grotesque imagery. Mm-hmm. You're like. Mm-hmm. Ooh, imagine wrapping yourself in somebody else's skin. I don't know if any of our listeners had any of this, like had a moment like this in their lives where you you generally don't understand why a person is doing what they're doing. Like you you call them stupid, you call them weird, you call them psychotic, crazy, anything, mm-hmm. and you can't for the life of you understand why the heck they're acting that way. Like what is wrong with them you know sometimes they make yeah. you upset because they seem so careless so irresponsible towards you or something but the the only reason why you're wrong for not understanding them is because you are not them and the fact that you don't understand them doesn't mean that they are not valid or but you know what this is making me think of hmm. gaslighting a lot of people do it like it's your experience mm. but somebody's telling you no your experience is not valid it doesn't make sense you reevaluate it like who are you to tell someone what their experience is you're basically telling what your experience of their experience is <laughs> nothing else <sighs> still yeah still that's that's so weird. That what the brilliant. heck are people doing? Still, move on. Next quote. We don't even have time. For that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. Um. There's one last book quote, which is uh from Kevin Hart's uh book. I can't make this up. I love and Kevin Hart. He had like quite a few like cool stuff in his mm-hmm. book, but this one particularly stuck out to me. He's like, problems are designed specifically for you. Like wow. your problem is designed specifically for you oh my with God. the specific purpose of helping you grow. Oh wow. It's not for anybody else but for you. Stu, like we're getting to that point in this discussion where we're mm-hmm. personalizing life for everyone. And that just kind of 
is scary to me in the sense that will we ever be able to understand each other? But mm. it still makes so much sense to me. I think like as human beings, like we have like a lot of connecting factors, like because we're human. Yeah. But we also have like a uniqueness to each and every one of us mm-hmm. that is just so fascinating. Again, it all comes down to balance, being able to see the common and also appreciate the differences. Yeah, right, do. You right. know? Okay, I'm going to continue with um, a quote from... I didn't read this book, but I loved the quote. It definitely defined an era of my life. So, um, by okay. David Brooks in his book of The Road to Character. I totally want to read this book, though. Even the name just sounds like, wow, you know? It says... Recovering from suffering is not like recovering from a disease. Many people don't come out healed, they come out different. This just mm. speaks to me. Oh my god, it speaks to me so much. It oh my does. god. I, I saw it speaking to you. <laughs> my therapist said a different version of this. So I experienced mm-hmm. depression at some point in my life. It wasn't a very far period. It was in 2020, definitely, but like early in the beginning. Um, and I was in this um, struggle to like doing when the depression was happening. I was a bit lost in terms of my identity. And I think this happens to a lot of people if she said this as a general thing. She said, you're Mm -hmm. looking for yourself in the sense that, like, you don't know who you are. Like, you changed into someone you can't recognize. And I kept saying that. I don't know who I became. I was cheerful. I had goals. I had hopes and dreams. Now I don't have any of those. Who am I now? Like, I'd lost me. So I I kept questioning who I was becoming with this very Mm -hmm. negative view towards life and myself. I couldn't really understand who I was anymore because... The person I lived with so far was definitely a much more different than this, you know, lazy, tired, and grumpy version. And so that search for the old me kind of exhausted mm-hmm. me. And then her words mm-hmm. like are very similar to this quote in the sense that she said, when people go through depression, they think that they are going to um, find themselves again by the end of it. But that's not true. People who go through mm-hmm. a depression go through change and I'm like wow that is so meaningful to me because do do you you do realize how much I changed after that don't you yeah yeah 100% yes and I don't miss the old me anymore because the old me definitely needed an upgrade if I had to go through depression There's no use in looking for her. I can only try to build a new one or try to at least improve some of the points that weren't strong enough to survive the storms, you know? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. when, like, David says that you don't recover from suffering like you recover from a disease, like you get better or back to your health level, mm-hmm. but you, you actually, change. yeah, just become different and that's totally okay. It's not good. It's not bad. I, I really, really resonated with the you know looking for the old you when in reality like that is actually might be what is causing you the most pain i feel as though we're we're supposed to change and while on a certain level we recognize that we tend to forget it and so when 
you know, as things happen in life, we forget that we are supposed to, you know, be changing mm-hmm. and we clutch onto yeah. this idea mm-hmm. of who we are or what our circumstances are. And the fact that we can't let them go is what makes it especially hard. Yeah. yeah. That's how I feel. So, yeah. yeah, that's something I wanted to share, Stu. Your turn. Okay, Stu. I picked um, three quotes which I'm going to read like one after the other from Halsey's song Graveyard. Oh my god. That song. Oh my god. Oh my god. That song. Okay. It's crazy when the thing you love the most is the detriment. Let that sink in. You can think again when the hand you want to hold is a weapon and you're nothing but skin. It's funny how the warning signs can feel like they're butterflies. <gasps> Still, I just Still. love this woman. I can't. Still. I can't. She's amazing. Still. She's like... God, I have so much love for Halsey, but okay, that's not the point. The quote. That's not the point. <laughs> the quotes, all of these point at, I feel one thing, hmm. which is, we can, the first one is, we can love something that is really bad for us. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is like pretty self explanatory. And then again, in terms of relationships, mm-hmm somebody's hand that you want to hold mm-hmm. you know is a weapon i've actually heard this i heard this like two days ago where it was like i would jump in front of a bullet for you but then i realize you're the one holding the gun oh my god oh my god i'm getting so, the chills think about that people okay I am, I'm left with um, song quotes. I'm going to quote something from Fake Love. I basically, like, I just went to BTS to look for quotes and they never ended. So I, I was like, oh, well, let me pick these up first. <laughs> you know, why am I looking anywhere else? <laughs> okay, in Fake Love, okay, wait, there's um, a quote that says... I wish love was perfect as love itself adore this quote so that song is basically a song about um, somebody trying to reach somebody trying to look good to the world while masking their real personality and eventually losing touch with it and they do Mm -hmm. sacrifice for the sake of love of that precious the love you know but love is not perfect as love itself because most of the time there's no such thing as perfection you know so oh my god Stu, that is so true yeah. love as a concept is often defined as perfect you know while the manifestation of it isn't it isn't okay you go ahead with your last one okay this is my last one and i left it um this is by uh mamamu anyway this is one of my favorite ones and it came in like a very upbeat song okay and they basically said it's okay to not be fine oh in other words it's okay to not be okay it's okay to not be fine 
for people who don't get it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sometimes we try so hard to be okay all the time when, you know, it's just not humanly possible and mm-hmm. we need to accept that. Yep. Stop yeah. trying to be fine people. It. Just try to live, okay? Try live. try to live. When you're fine, appreciate it. When you're not, you know. That's the fine. Live through it. Okay, let's hear your last My one. My last one. It's it's a it's a paragraph. I think this was a very genius quote by RM, aka Kim Namjoon. <laughs> it's in a song <laughs> called Paradise. Okay. God, I like stu these songs define my life. Literally, okay, I'm just gonna go on and then. We borrow dreams from others, like a debt. We learn that we need to become great, like a light. Your dream is actually a burden. If having a future is the only dream existing, then what is the dream you had last night in your bed? It's alright if the name of the dream is different. Be it buying a laptop next month, or just eating and sleeping, not doing anything at all, yet still having a lot of money. Who says a dream must be something grand? Just become nobody. We deserve a life, whatever bigger or small, you're you after all. Love it. That is... Thanks so much to me. Okay. That was really deep. It was really deep. Like, Stu, you know that I don't have any dreams. You know that I had dropped having dreams, right? Yeah. Yeah, I used to just, have just so live. many of them. So many dreams. And they were so beautiful, so pretty, so attainable in my eyes. I don't know mm-hmm. who I thought I was or what I thought life was. But mm-hmm. when my dreams started not happening, I started feeling trapped in life as if those dreams were absolute truth. Like when it says your dreams are burden if having the future is the only dream existing. Mm, because they entrap you. I thought like if the dream is what I live for, then what is everything that happens in between? Like, are they pastimes? Are they things that don't mean anything? Because the dream is the life that I want to have. But the life is life. Yeah, exactly. I dropped <sighs> too. Like I literally dropped all my dreams, and I and I'm headed towards a career totally different than what I envisioned myself for like seven years, <sighs> mm-hmm. and it feels liberating. Like everything that I do right now, be it hobbies, things for fun, they've gotten so much meaning. They've become my real life now. And I appreciate this whole paragraph in that it says like, just become a nobody. I just love that. Like, yeah. Actually, Stu, uh, funny enough, I realized that I don't use words like dream. Hmm. I don't know at like looking back right now I don't know the last time I said something like dream oh okay whoa yo I'm actually shocked what (laughs) legit I think for over like I'm gonna say seven years now okay or let's say six okay I don't remember talking about dreams one then I do talk about is goals it's still goals can be changed. You can have a goal today. Exactly, and you can change you can, your goal. It, it can be like long term, goal short goal, term, you're just intrinsic, exactly, extrinsic. short term. Yeah. Exactly. Great. Let's live. Still. Still, exactly. Let's just try not to make things harder than they already are. Let's not try so hard to live. 
let us just live. Let's just live as hard as things are, as easy as they are. They just are, okay? They just are. Okay. <sighs> okay, Stu, I think we need to leave this bench. <laughs> okay, you want to go back to our studio, Stu? Okay, let's head back. Okay, let's count to three. Three, two, one. Whew, what a ride that was, people. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that just, guys, uh, here, like, we, we mess up at some point, and here we are messing up again. Yeah. Which is your favorite part, yeah. we hope. Um, it's the most human versions of ourselves you can get here, okay? <laughs> We're trying not to get used too many filters. And I think, We're living, okay. Yeah, I think that's what makes the Black Academy um, <laughs> special, I, I hope, to you guys. And that's what makes it special to me, Stu. What makes Black Academy special to you? For me, it's a place to be with my friend. Oh, know? my God. Like, without going too that's deep so into cute. it. Stu, that's exactly what the conclusion was. Make it simple, mm. right? I think uh, we actually ought to ask um, to everybody listening. Yes. Let us know what resonated with you. Yes. Out of everything we've said. We wanted to share these quotes with you. The same way the authors of those books have shared them in a way that touched us. So mm -hmm. we hope to receive your feedback. We hope to like be in touch with you because that's what makes any experience precious that... We can share it together and discuss and engage, you know? So we're always open. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for, for listening. listening to this episode of the Black Academy. And with that, Miha out. Rue outer. <laughs> <laughs> so <Bye>. extra. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Follow us on our official Instagram and Twitter at The Black Academy. Would love to hear from you. The Black Academy.